0: consciousness
1: i'm just
0: welcome back ladies and gentlemen Once again, I am 24, this is my podcast, 24's podcast, Pause the Music. Guess what time it is locally for yours truly. Guess, just take a guess.
1: Just take a guess, hold on, as you're thinking about it, let me get something really quick, hold on. Oh, gosh. My computer charger literally fell off. So out of the slot that I had it in, literally as the beginning of the podcast was playing the opening track, now everything has gone haywire. Hold on. Hold on. I think we're back. Sorry. Like, it literally just unplugs, and then it just fell off again. Give me like two seconds to figure it out. Hold on! Jesus Christ! It's too early in the morning to be. It's like, I unplug it, or I plug it in, and then it just doesn't want to be plugged in.
0: I don't, I just, I don't get it. Anyways, it's like two o'clock in the morning, locally. Two o'clock in the morning. Unpause my music. It's two o'clock in the morning. Super early for me. That's fine. That's okay. I... I made, I made, I made the decision. I'm staying up to watch the Lakers play. My TV is out in the room that I record the podcast. And so, uh, how to watch it in a completely different room. That is fine. Um, I will have the TV. I will have a TV. It may not be this TV. It may not be this TV. It may be a, like, 14, 15, 16-year-old TV that I will watch the draft on, but I will watch the draft, and it will be on that TV if things come to that. But I just, I watched the NBA tonight. Great, great night. Really, I'm not going to lie to you, it overshadowed the NFL again. Overshadowed the NFL again. Just straight up. I was going to talk about the draft and things of that nature. I can probably hold some stuff up that I'm going to talk about the draft for tomorrow. I had some stuff prepared. I'm like, eh, we'll talk about it tomorrow, potentially. It's late. It's literally like one fifty-two in the morning. I may get done at 3 o'clock in the morning. So then I have to be up very early to go work out. So I'm exhausted. The NBA playoffs, man, have really... Uh, shanked my sleep schedule, but my happiness has gone up. Please unpause. Unpause my music. What? We got a lot to talk about. LeBron James and the Lakers versus Dylan Brooks. Despicable human being. Terrible guy. Don't know why he doesn't think people like... uh, I I don't understand why he doesn't get why people don't like him. We'll talk about... uh, Also, Jimmy Buckets. Jimmy Butler having an awesome night tonight. Potentially some Washington Commanders draft stuff as well as kind of framing the week as well. We'll talk about it, ladies and gentlemen, right here. 24 Spots. Lone Prayer,
1: which is like a a video game soundtrack song. Give me like two seconds. Hold on. Sorry about all the whole pausing and
0: starting the podcast. It's just, it's it's not that I'm not ready. It's just a, a lot of stuff is going on. One of those things that is going on is, like, uh, I needed to charge my iPad. So, by the way, great weekend for content. Awesome new episode of Demon Slayer just came out. Super stoked on where the season is going. I love how, fortunately or unfortunately, I watched the the first episode, technically, it's a 40-minute episode, but it's essentially two episodes comprised into one. I watched that in theaters a couple of months ago. It was awesome. It was great. And then I had the unfortunate displeasure of learning, like, oh, my God, I'm watching the exact same episode that I watched two months ago. And then last week's episode was, it was all right. I wanted the pacing of the TV show to increase. And then it did this weekend. Demon Slayer's newest episode is awesome. I love Demon Slayer. It just gets right to the just gets right to the action. It's like you know stuff is going on. You wanna see the fights, you wanna see the action, you wanna see all that stuff, and it happened pretty pretty quickly. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for the next episode coming up in less than a week now. Super excited about that. Succession, super awesome, super, super awesome T V show. Uh great job by Succession, Succession is just so awesome, the newest episode was so much fun, set up so many other different things as well for the TV show, I just love how shit just went south, has gone south over the last couple of weeks, and it's just certain themes and things that really uh, the TV show has been setting up for years is now starting to kind of like happen and pay off and things of that nature, and it's just, oh god, it's so awesome, it's so
1: great. So I'm super excited about that. Super excited about that. Before we kind of get into the NBA here and potentially the uh the draft here. Yeah. Hold on. I'm seeing
0: <laughs> I'm seeing uh like Ben Simmons trending on Twitter and I'm thinking that that it's over Ben Simmons but it's the fact that the Philadelphia 76ers picked Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler who had 56 points in a huge uh, in a huge playoff game tonight against the Milwaukee Bucks going up 3-1 we'll talk about it but something but again I want to before I talk about basketball and potentially draft stuff and again we we'll talk about the draft here over the next
1: couple of days to week, not even week, yeah, two weeks as well but God, I'm tired. I apologize if
0: I'm a little bit off tonight, but let me kind of like get some of the sensory stuff off my screen because I like my senses are overloaded, and I get distracted already, and my brain can't process information fast enough because I'm exhausted but. I want to hit on this, and I want to talk about this for a couple of minutes before I forget about it. It's this weird thing that came out on Friday that I wanted to talk about but just couldn't because of because of just the timing. And so Friday news broke that a bunch of Detroit Lions players got suspended because they were gambling on games that apparently were not NFL games but other sport games, and then apparently it was a technicality. I haven't looked into this because, quite honestly put, I just don't think, if the rules are, and I don't agree with the rules, if I'm 100% honest with you, not even 100% honest with you, it's just, I don't even know why I added that caveat. I, I think the rules are dumb. I think as long as players aren't actually gambling on their own teams, then they should be able to gamble, but... The NFL thinks that the integrity of the game will be jeopardized if apparently players will gamble on not even their own teams' as games, not even their own sports' as games, but just they cannot gamble as a whole, which I think is ridiculous when you get into bed with so many gambling companies. I You know what I hate? I hate how there is a lack of of perspective on accountability and integrity and responsibility when it comes to the integrity of the sport. I hate that the NFL is like, we'll get into bed with FanDuel, but we won't make sure that our game is like 100% on the up and up and make sure that everything is squared away and make sure that the game is correct, right? The whole point about like gaming commissions in Nevada is to make sure that you know the odds, and like you know, if you don't know the odds, you can potentially research the odds. But if you play poker, for example, you have X amount of odds when you are playing the game. The dealer cannot change out the hands, uh, or or essentially increase the odds of your opponent to have success. They just have to shuffle the cards and then deal the cards and then put the cards on the river. They cannot actually cheat and you know and help out your opponents and things of that nature, right? That would that would be, I think, illegal. I think so. To have fixed games. Yeah, that is illegal to have fixed games. So in the case of, of the NFL with gambling, it's just like I, I'm annoyed with how they've gotten into bed with gambling and doesn't understand fixing games and not having games that run correctly and things of that nature. I'm literally looking at, a still image of Ron Rivera and the GM Martin Mayhew of the Washington Commanders. And I'm looking at these two, two absolute doofuses and uh, they run Washington, the Commanders and behind them, they literally have a FanDuel ad and it's just like, well, is the integrity of the game? Okay. Is the referees that are officiating your game? Are they, you know, if we're talking about players, are they officiating the game correctly? People want to talk about tanking. What about officials? I'm so big on officials. But Detroit not only had players, going back to Detroit, Detroit didn't also have players gamble. They also had coaches, and they've had to let some of those coaches go. And it's an underreported story, in my opinion, because there was so much NBA stuff. There was so much huge, huge things that came out over the last really three or four days regarding the NBA that it feels like that story, that headline kind of got shuffled under the rug because there is a lot more big headline producing and grabbing and attention grabbing stories that came out. And hey, fair play to them. But the fact that potentially the Detroit Lions have this weird gambling culture within the locker room where and outside of it, because again, the coaches also were gambling. It's just weird to me. It's just like, it doesn't make any sense as to why so many issues when it came to gambling kind of arised over the last three to four days when it came to the Detroit Lions and their ability or inability to just stay on the up and up when it comes to gambling. It's just, it shouldn't be this hard to just not gamble. But also, by the way, look, man, I'll I'll be honest with you as somebody who watches a ton of sports, I don't like sports gambling. I think it's a terrible way to gamble out of a lot of different things. I'm not super informed about it, but you actually have to like be informed about it to be able to gamble and I feel like a lot of these leagues are pushing it on very impressionable people who have no idea what the actual odds are, who have no idea what the uh how to like actually gamble on certain things. And like, look, gambling is risk assessment plus intelligence and usually being like smart or recognizing your deficiencies and recognizing weaknesses and things of that nature. Like you just can't go in and be like, "Duh, I like this team. And so I'll gamble on this team or this team wins a lot of games. So I'll gamble on that. You actually have to know a lot of information, information that I'm not I don't care about, I don't care to gamble on sports because I do not actually control my ability to win the bet. The players do, and the players do not have an interest in me winning my bet. So why would I, and and they, by the way, they shouldn't because they should have an interest in winning the game. But why should I care about, not even care about, but why should I put my faith, my money into something that doesn't care about my money, and so that's why I don't sports gamble, and that's why, to be honest with you, I don't gamble, a couple of years ago, I went to Vegas, played a couple of hands of blackjack at Caesars Palace, and it was awesome, and I loved it, and I won a couple of hands, and then I lost all of my money, I had, I was up like over $150 after putting in 100 and because uh, I'm a degenerate gambler, I guess I just started putting in more bets thinking that I'm a high roller and thinking that I'm a badass and I lost all of my money. I lost I mean it wasn't a lot of money, it was only 100. But I lost 100. I technically I lost $250 if I just cashed out. Wanted a souvenir for I wanted one of the chips as like a souvenir, didn't even get that. Regardless. Gambling is way more complicated than people make it out to be and yes, luck plays into it because sometimes you'll just beat the odds just because you're lucky and that happens, but it doesn't happen all the time, and the house wins is, the house always wins is, like, an actual rule that is is valid still to this day. Regardless, sports gambling, I'm not really that into, and I just don't, I, I feel like people are sports gambling because people are sports gambling, you know, to, like, follow the crowd. They're just like, well, we're going to do it because everybody else is doing it. It's like, Underage drinking, you know, you get peer pressured into that because you're a teenager, because everybody's doing it. But there isn't really a good reason to do it besides all of your friends are doing it. And so, of course, you do it as well to, like, follow the other crowd so that way you don't stand out and seem like a
1: square. But regardless, I uh, I think the Detroit Lions
0: situation where a bunch of players were caught gambling is weird I think the coaches getting caught as well is weird. It's just, it's weird overall. And I don't know how close Dan Campbell is to it. I don't know how far away he is from it. I don't know. It's just, everything is weird about the whole Detroit situation. So,
1: oh gosh, I I, I don't know. It's just it's so weird. Detroit is so weird. Anyways, as I move on, I guess, I'm so exhausted right now. Sorry about that. Anyways, talked about Detroit's weird gambling issue. Let's talk
0: about the NBA. Because even though it's Tuesday morning, Monday night, a lot of stuff happened over the course of the NBA since the last time we spoke, since the last time I saw you. I mean, let's just get in right into it. Let's talk about tonight, and then we'll work our way back, because I think tonight has just absolute huge bangers of games. I watched every single game outside of the the Denver Nuggets game against the Timberwolves, because I was like, I thought the Timberwolves, Timberwolves excuse me, were going to get swept. They did not get swept. Great job by Minnesota. Not getting swept. They beat the Nuggets 114, 108. I felt that the Timberwolves probably could have taken one or two games, and it looks like they may take one or two games this season or this series, but uh, it, was, it was looking dicey. It was looking real dicey for the entirety of the series. But um, I thought KAT. That's what his name is, right? Cat? Car Anthony Towns. Yeah, I was right. Again, I'm tired. Uh, I thought Car Anthony Towns. Probably could have taken some more games, potentially, but we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see. But that was the only game that I didn't watch over the course of the weekend. A couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, because people were like, get rid of the NBA play-in games. Get rid of, you know, these terrible teams that enter into the NBA playoffs. You know, we don't need this. You need the bubbles over with, da-da-da-da-da. And I said, no! The play-ins are for teams exactly like the Lakers, and the Lakers look like one of the best teams in basketball right now. But also, it looks like it could be for the Miami Heat, who are and is the final seed or the last seed in their respective conference. They are the last seed standing. And they have now gone up 3-1 against the one seed in the Milwaukee Bucks which is insane. It's insane. Milwaukee lost 24 games this year. Now, some people could say, well, the reason why the Miami Heat went up 3-1 against Milwaukee is because Giannis didn't play for two of those games. I don't care. They went up 3-1. Oh, and by the way, Giannis played tonight. Talk to me about that game. Talk to me about tonight. Milwaukee will go back to Milwaukee and play up against the Heat. In Milwaukee, at home, you want to know what elephant in the room? I'll be the one to say it. I think the Heat have this series. I think they have it. Huge upset: the eighth seed overcoming the the one seed in the conference. Remember how everybody was like Giannis and the yeah, the Bucks are going to uh, to potentially repeat or not even repeat, but go back and they're going to win. Or if it's not Giannis and the Bucks, it's going to be the Boston Celtics. I mean, Jimmy, I was about to say Garoppolo, but
1: Jimmy Butler in the playoffs hasn't scored below 28 points. Hasn't scored below 28 points. It's insane. Game one, I mean,
0: going all the way back to like two weeks ago, April 14th, play-in game against the Bulls, he has, 40, uh, he has 43 minutes. Technically, I was looking at their minutes. I don't know why they put their minutes in front of their points in the NBA scorecard. It's just ridiculous. I was like, he had 41 points tonight. Again, I'm tired. Excuse me. He had. He has not had lower than 25 points. And the stat lines are even more disgusting with some of these games. Because against the Bulls, he had 31 points. Game 1 against the Bucks, 35. Game 2, 25. That was the only time that he had 25 points. Game 3, 30. And then tonight, he... Absolutely, I thought this was going to happen. I forgot which game. I think it was Game One because he had 20 points in Game One, and I I thought at that point he was going to have 50 points. I'm not surprised that Jimmy Butler has 50 points because he easily could have gotten 50 points multiple times during this this series. I'm not saying that as a like a as like a tisk tisk. Oh my goodness, I can't believe he, he waited until game four. I'm not saying that in a disparaging way. I'm just saying, if you saw the series, to me, this performance wasn't shocking. This didn't come out of nowhere. It was that Jimmy Butler has had a great time going up against this team. He really has. And he scored 56 points against Milwaukee tonight. My recollection of the game isn't great right now because I'm tired
1: and it, I'm, I'm just tired But Jimmy had an awesome night. There was a point in which the Milwaukee
0: Bucks were up by, I think, 13, 14 points in the fourth quarter. And they just closed the gap within a couple of minutes. Butler had two huge late go-ahead baskets. Again, I forgot the possessions. I apologize. But I thought this was potentially going to be a sweep. In fact, I thought this was going to be a sweep or a gentleman's sweep. I thought the same thing for the Atlanta Hawks series against the Boston Celtics. I still think that'll probably be a gentleman's sweep. But I remember when Giannis went down and was hurt, and I think they had played the next, like, two games without him or something like that. I don't know how the series has gone. Give me, like, two seconds to figure this out. Let me check up on the series.
1: Was the series lead? Let me also plug in my computer first. Hold on. Okay, so they won game one
0: in Milwaukee. That was the game in which Giannis gets hurt on a charging call, on a charge. The second game, Giannis isn't playing, but Milwaukee clutches it out. Game three, Miami wins it again, 121-99, 99 it was an embarrassment for Milwaukee. And then tonight, 119 to 114. It's a great job by Miami and Jimmy uh Jimmy Butler had like 56 points. It was just an absolute maniac tonight. He's just ridiculously uh incredible tonight. It was a shocker. It really was. <clears throat> I don't really know what else to say about that,
1: that series besides, you know what, let me, let me talk about Giannis here for a couple of minutes. Look, I love Giannis. I think Giannis is a great player. Giannis is one of the best basketball players on the planet, if not the best. I have a problem with Giannis. I have a problem with Giannis. My problem with Giannis is... I feel like he has been
0: anointed as the best basketball player on the planet because
1: LeBron James is old. And I don't think he has earned that title yet. It just feels as if, well, LeBron, and, and is he
0: the best basketball player on the planet? Yeah, I, I think so. But if you were to tell me I could have LeBron James like four or five years ago versus Giannis now, I would take that version of LeBron James in a heartbeat. LeBron James is leagues upon leagues upon leagues better of a basketball player than Giannis Antetokounmpo will ever be. And I try to take off my LeBron James blinders. I'm like, let me take off my LeBron James blinders and things of that nature. It's just Giannis just doesn't impress me. Like, I I mean, and I'm spoiled rotten. I have watched the greatest basketball player for the last... We have watched the, the greatest basketball player for the last 20 years go out and be this offensive, and when he was in his prime, this defensive powerhouse for like 20 years straight. And so I'm a little bit spoiled on this. I'm a little bit spoiled because of LeBron
1: James's excellence and his greatness. But this is ridiculous. Sorry for the voice crack. <clears throat> this is ridiculous.
0: Giannis, I mean, I get it. He's been hurt. Giannis should have smoked the heat by now. He should have smoked the heat. It's only Jimmy Butler. It's only Jimmy Butler. That's really the cause. He scored half of the team's points tonight, and they still lost the game. They were up by 13 points, and they still lost the game tonight. It speaks to LeBron James' basketball IQ because LeBron James absolutely iced out this game tonight. He did. He had two really, really pivotal charges in the game against John Morant. One of them came coming within the final couple of minutes of the game. And then it wasn't a buzzer beater, but it was essentially, I think it left 0.8 seconds left. LeBron James drives in on the inside against Dylan Brooks. Hard, by the way. And has this tough, tough layup over Dylan Brooks and I think, uh, I, I, forgot, I forgot who else it was against, but I think it was like 22. I forgot his name. But over two defenders, bounces it high off the glass for the deuce and the tie going into overtime. And then the Lakers just pounce on the fatigued Memphis Grizzlies. It was insane. It was a great game for LeBron tonight. I mean, he had 20-20. He had 20 rebounds and 20 points. He was fantastic tonight. And he's just like, he knew how to close out games. He, it, like, I never felt, I, I was like, the Lakers could potentially lose this game. I felt that the Grizzlies at, at one point in time were going to win it. And the Lakers, they just clutched it out. Even when the Lakers just completely let their foot off the gas completely and let the Memphis Grizzlies back in after like a 13-14, excuse me, point run, bottom of the second quarter, where the Memphis Grizzlies got back into the game and then kind of hung around and then took the lead, I think up to like 7, 8, 9, 10-something points. And then, they, and then the Lakers kind of like chewed that, that lead down in the fourth quarter. Like even after all that, I was like, there were times, sometimes, where I was like, Memphis may win this, but then LeBron James and the Lakers, they clutched it out. Milwaukee had 13, 14 points in the fourth quarter. And they just completely failed to Jimmy, to Jimmy Butler, even in game one against the Memphis Grizzlies for the Lakers, the Lakers had had a phenomenal first quarter, phenomenal basketball game. John Morant had scored like 20-something
1: points, and the Lakers were like, yeah, we don't care. We don't care. LeBron was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. And so what
0: I'm looking for from Giannis is just better control over the basketball game. The Lakers got to stop, and they also were able to produce points on the other end. And I also want him to play with some intensity. You know, again, I feel like if LeBron James was LeBron James from five years ago, LeBron would still be the greatest basketball player in the league, comparatively, comparatively to this version of Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is a great player. I just don't feel that he has earned the right. I just feel LeBron has gotten old. And KD isn't what we thought he was. Like, KD isn't this great player. I mean, he's a great player, but he's not as great as as we thought. I thought that when KD went to Brooklyn, it was done and dusted, you know, because he had won multiple championships with Golden State. He gets paired with Kyrie Irving. He then gets paired with James Harden, right? When James Harden was still a really, really great basketball player. When James Harden was still James Harden.
1: And he couldn't figure it out. And now he's gone to Phoenix, and it looks like he's probably going to lose at Phoenix. It's just, it feels
0: like the torch has been passed on. Not because LeBron, not because
1: Giannis is doing things at a higher level than LeBron James. It's just because LeBron is old. It sucks. It sucks. LeBron wouldn't have lost this game against the Heat. He wouldn't have.
0: I don't want to do the whole LeBron, I don't want to do the whole like LeBron James isn't Michael Jordan and Giannis isn't LeBron James thing, you know? But it's just like,
1: I mean, hell, we can even forget about LeBron. Steph wouldn't have lost this game. Steph Curry. Steph wouldn't have. The Warriors versus the Sacramento series has been great as well. Steph
0: Curry has been on fire throughout the playoffs for the past two years. He's come into his own. He's rewritten the narrative of Steph Curry isn't really that clutch in the playoffs, which he wasn't, and now he is. But I just, I see Giannis, I see the potential, and I also see the consistent failures of him. Why aren't we talking more about Giannis being on an absolutely loaded Milwaukee Bucks team a team that should never be in this position down one and three to the Miami Heat going back to Milwaukee. And then they also have game six at Miami. It's just ridiculous to me. It's, it's just ridiculous. He's a, he's about to be eliminated from the playoffs in the first round. We give flack to Jokic rightfully. So by the way, because he's won the MVP for the past two years and he has done a call in the playoffs we give flack for him. I'm giving flack to Giannis, man. And the thing that kind of irks me about Giannis is that it felt like Giannis and the Bucs were just going to go out and win, you know? Like, hey, we're just going to go out and win. We're going to go out and win the, N- uh, the NBA championship and the NBA finals. It was a little bit of front running, right? A couple of years ago, Giannis did something weird at the All-Star game. He said that he doesn't want James Harden on his team because he, does, he, he wants somebody who's going to pass the ball to him, right? There, were time, there was this thing where Giannis was roasting players on Trevor, Trevor Noah's thing. Trevor Noah's uh, TV show. What was it? The, uh, the Late Night or something like that? I forgot. There's, there's just a lot of late night TV shows. And I didn't watch it because I didn't care. But Giannis knows that he's the best basketball player on the planet. But again, it's by default. It's because LeBron James is old. It's not because he's better than LeBron James. I mean, that's not even... I don't even want to say that. I don't even, I don't even like saying, like, it's, not, it's because he's not better than LeBron James. It's like, of course he's not. LeBron James is the greatest basketball player of all time. But it's just like, I don't think he's outplaying LeBron James now. And I feel like if LeBron James was younger now, he would be exceptionally better.
1: Oh, my God. I feel like he would just be better. Way better. It's just... It's just disappointing to see that Giannis,
0: to me, isn't living up to the hype, to the interest. I remember Nick Wright was like, he's going to be one of the top 10 players in the NBA in the history of the sport. And it's just like, I just see an overrated basketball player, if you want my honest opinion about it. And Giannis had a good night. He had a triple-double. He had 10 rebounds, 13 assists, and 26 points. And he's just like, yep, that's, that's great. But he just didn't match the intensity
1: of Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Butler, I apologize. 56 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists. He didn't take it over. It's just, I I just don't get it. It's an elimination game on Wednesday, right? It's it's an elimination game, man. I'm not one of those types of people that lives in these
0: these huge, um, grandiose sayings or whatever, saying is... Giannis' legacy up for grabs or whatever. I'm not one of those types of people, but it's just, it would be disappointing to see Giannis just get bumped in the first round of the playoffs against a play-in team. With Jimmy Butler, I get it, but it's just, it would be disappointing. Sorry, I had to take a swig of my water. I'm thirsty. This is ridiculous. It's like, Jesus Christ, just win a series, man. He wins one championship.
1: One freaking championship. And he's like, I'm I'm the shit. I'm the shit. Just like, I remember
0: last year. I remember last year. And I remember how the Boston Celtics bumped him out of the playoffs. I remember that series. And I remember feeling disappointed then. Because... I felt, I don't even want to use LeBron James in this situation. Allen Iverson had scrubs on the 76ers like 20 years ago almost to the day. Had scrubs. Took a game off of Kobe and Shaq by him freaking self. Stepped over Derek Fisher
1: and really made Philadelphia believe like maybe we have a shot against the Lakers. Stephen Curry. Practically by himself. Has to go up and duel up against Sacramento. By himself. Warriors have taken the last two games. They tied up the series 2-2. It's just, I don't know. I feel like I'm just not getting enough out of Giannis at this point. You may ask me, well, what could he do? I'm like, "Win win some games in the playoffs. Was it, who did he beat in the playoffs? He beat the the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs a couple of years ago. I don't know. I just, I don't feel like he's underachieving. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know. And I, you want to know what? This may be a little bit controversial. I, I don't really care. I think I would rather have Stephen Curry in the playoffs than Giannis. I think so. At this point. At this point. I, I don't know. It's just. I feel like the Warriors probably should have gone down a long time ago. And I feel like Curry just keeps them in some of these games. And by a long time ago, I mean uh,
0: against the uh, the Sacramento Kings, I honestly thought that they were going to go down like three, one on Saturday, Sunday, and they just they haven't. like Curry has been Curry has been immaculate this this uh, this series. Like 30 game one, 28, game two, 36, game three, 32, game four. those are his points,
1: not his minutes. Thank God, I got the I got the I, I can read a stat sheet, thank God, finally. But Curry has been the reason why the Warriors are in this, this series. I feel like Curry isn't getting the best support around him with Jordan Poole and Draymond Green
0: and Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson is a little bit older, and he's not as efficient as he once was. But hey, Klay had 26. Klay had really, really helped out during, uh, during Game 3, or Game 4 technically, excuse me. But Clay is like 26, 13, 21, and 21. It's just like Clay has had a good-to-okay series.
1: I don't know, man. I just don't know about Giannis. I really don't. Giannis frustrates me.
0: He frustrates me so much. He just doesn't take over. Like And I just don't want to compare him to LeBron all day, but it's just like Kobe, for example, or Shaq, right? when you Like, I remember... Not vivid, not like strongly because I was a kid. I remember like when Shaq was the best player in the NBA. It was very, very, very clear cut. And then it was Kobe. And then for like a couple of years. And then it was clear cut LeBron for like almost 16 years. Really like, I mean, we'll just say for like 10 to 13 years. It was LeBron. And it just wasn't even close at that point. But they had all earned it. It wasn't like Shaq got old, and so Kobe got it, and then Kobe got old, and then LeBron James got it, but that's how we're passing the torch to Giannis, and Giannis wins one fucking championship,
1: and everybody crowns him king, and it's just like, I don't know, man, I don't know, because for me, the issue with Giannis, even more so than Joel Embiid,
0: is that He's not living up to his fucking talent. I'll be the one to fucking say it. He's not. He should have won this game tonight against the Heat. And for some weird reason, he's lost it again. He's lost it. And I don't know if it's just his basketball intelligence. I don't know if it's his leadership. I don't know what it is about Giannis. But Giannis just, I don't get it. I don't get why he's not better. That's, a, that's my overall issue. I don't get
1: why he's not better. He's long, he's athletic, he's powerful, he's strong. I just don't see it.
0: I don't see Shaq, I don't see Kobe, I don't see LeBron, I don't see AI, I don't see Curry. I don't, fuck it. I don't see fucking Kawhi when he was fucking battling it
1: out with LeBron James a couple of years ago for the greatest player in the NBA. I don't see Kevin Durant. I
0: just see old-ass LeBron James and how we're getting essentially a diminished version of LeBron, but even then, diminished version of LeBron is still fucking kicking the shit out of the Memphis Grizzlies, and Giannis is just Giannis. He's just like, oh, you know, hey, it's all right. Hey, we're going down 3-1. Look, I get it. He was out for two games, and he may not be 100%.
1: Jesus Christ, man. Just give me something. Give me something. At what point has Giannis
0: had an epic series? Have, have we had like an epic moment? Not just, oh my God, he's won a championship. I get it. He's won a championship. That should be like commended. I'm, I love winning. But at, like at some point, I just got to ask the question. Like he's not, or not even ask the question. I just got to say he's not the guy. I don't think. That anyone says he is. I just don't see it. He reminds me so much of Russell Westbrook in the sense of his style will not last. For like... I mean, how old is Russ? He's like 33, 34, right? In five years, his style won't last, man. It
1: won't. Russell Westbrook. I'm going to Google how old Russ is. It's so annoying to see Giannis just like... Just just not be better than what he is. He's the best basketball player on the planet right now. And it's just like, I would rather have Steph. I would rather have LeBron.
0: I don't think I would rather have Jimmy. But Jimmy just beat him. And Jimmy may take the series. I just, I don't know. I don't know with Giannis. And the series right now is 3-1 to the Heat after the fantastic and miraculous win because of Jimmy Butler. And so it's like, they'll play on, I think, Wednesday or Thursday, right? Thursday? Thursday? Wednesday? I'm
1: Googling it. I apologize. I'm tired. When is the next game? It is Wednesday.
0: It's Wednesday. Oh, great. We got three awesome games. We got... Uh, On Wednesday, we got the Lakers versus the Grizzlies, the Heat versus the Bucks, and then the Warriors versus the Kings. All three games are going to be awesome. But it's just, I'm so annoyed with Giannis and how he just can't win games in the postseason consistently. You know, he should be consistently in the Eastern Conference Finals and he's about to get smashed by Miami. He's won one championship. It's like the West is defunct. Again, I'm not expecting the dominance that LeBron James has showcased off in his 20-something-year career where, I mean, he just owned the uh, the East to the point where people were like, "Duh, this is a weak conference. This conference is so weak and da-da-da-da-da. And I'm not expecting him to, like, literally make the conference. I'm, I'm not expecting, Giannis to dominate the conference so much that he makes a conference with, like, great players look bad and weak. I'm
1: just saying, like, can he just win a series, man, every now and again? Can he win this series? I don't know. Before we like crown him, just annoys me. But the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat
0: playoff series is going very well if you're a Miami Heat fan. It's going very well if you're a Heat fan. Again, Denver lost to the Timberwolves. Atlanta versus the Hawks is a weird series because Atlanta took a game off of Boston. I don't know if that'll happen again. I don't really care. I think the series is done either way in regards to it going to the Celtics. So, if you're a Celtics fan, get ready to go up against the 76ers. Did they win this weekend? Yeah, they did. They played on Saturday. 76ers swept the Brooklyn Nets. It's trending on Twitter right now, Ben Simmons, because the story that came out a couple of years ago when the Philadelphia 76ers either traded away Ben Simmons to the Miami heat or to Minnesota. I can't remember which came first, but regardless Ben Simmons goes to Miami and he's just, he's just been immaculate there versus Ben Simmons, who is on his like second team now and is injury prone and also has potentially, I don't think it's a bad thing that he has issues with mental health but he's talked about how it hasn't necessarily affected his mental health in a
1: positive manner to to have some of the things happen to him. But I don't know. I don't know. Ben Simmons is... Ben Simmons is weird. in all honesty. but Ben Simmons
0: and the Brooklyn Nets, I thought I felt like they could take a game, but they were just. They were just outmatched by the 76ers. 76ers swept them 4-0 in Brooklyn. Brooklyn put up a good fight, but, you know, can really muster up anything without Ben. Russell Westbrook and the Clippers gave, gave the Phoenix Suns a nice little battle, but they couldn't match them. Russell had, like, another 30-something point performance. He played great. He's played great all playoffs. Damn, Kawhi is, Kawhi is a mess. I talked about it, I think, last week where I was, I was talking about how Kawhi really could have been a huge asset for the Lakers, but I'm not sure. I really don't. And I, I talked about how Kawhi just should have joined the Lakers instead of trying to make his own thing with the, uh, with the Clippers, and it just hasn't worked out yet, and he's always hurt, and he just doesn't trust team doctors, and he just... Anytime he gets hurt, I don't know, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know the the extent of his injuries, but you know, if he just feels like he can't play, he can't play. But he's always getting hurt. He's hurting the playoffs. Again. And his team is now down 3-1, and look, I feel like if Kawhi Leonard was playing in the last two games, they probably would have flipped the series. It would have been 3-1 in favor of the Clippers. That's what I think. And instead, they're down two games, 3-1, about to be eliminated. And they go back to Phoenix. And I I don't know if Kawhi is playing. I don't think it matters at this point. I think the Clippers have another disastrous season. Clippers got to get somebody. They got to get somebody who will actually be healthy for them. Because God, man,
1: it's not going to work. Cavs versus Knicks. Awesome series Uh, for the Knicks. Knicks fans are
0: front runners. They're going insane for winning one series. And I mean, who do they go up against? They either go up against the 76ers or they're going to go up against the Heat, and I think the Heat
1: take that series as well. I think the Heat are going to be Milwaukee. We'll see what happens.
0: Sacramento versus the Warriors. I'm not going to lie to you. This game was so close. I thought at one point, that Sacramento was going to take the series. Now I just have no idea who's going to take the series. The media has been kind of obnoxious about the Warriors versus the Kings series. Warriors have lost two games on the road when they have one of the worst records on the road in the regular season. Sacramento has taken two games at home when Sacramento hasn't been back to the playoffs in like 16 years, so of course the home crowd is bumping and they're insane. It's a toss-up between the two, I think. I don't think either one of these teams will match up well against the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but it is a really, really interesting playoff series with Stephen
1: Curry and De'Aaron Fox kind of leading the way for both of their teams. Man, oh man, oh man, it's so interesting. Sorry, we'll see. I'm tired. I just had like a huge yawn. Finally, Memphis Grizzlies versus Los Angeles Lakers. And this will be the final thing that we talk about. Exhausted.
0: Memphis goes up against the Lakers Saturday and Sunday. And Dylan Brooks has poked the bear. The Lakers lost game two without John Morant. Huge game. By the way, let's, let's just add the context to the, to the series, right? If the Lakers... One game two, they would have won the series. They would have swept the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies just don't have enough bodies. They don't have enough players. They're outmatched by the Lakers. And they thought going into this series that they were, the, that they were those dudes. They were going to beat the Lakers. If the Lakers didn't play like utter crap in game two, they
1: would have swept the Memphis Grizzlies, and we wouldn't even be having this discussion right now. Would have been a sweep. But they lost game two. Dylan Brooks, the front runner that he is,
0: was talking that talk. Everybody hates him. He said oh, LeBron is old, which he is, but LeBron James, old LeBron James, is like 1,000 times the player that Dylan Brooks will ever be. And Dylan Brooks has just admittedly struggled throughout the series. And I've seen both of the games at home for the Lakers. And he just feels like he just has to prove something over and over and over again. And he always falls short. He always falls short. He had like seven points and he was three for 13, I think, from the field or from three. And he then punches LeBron James in the nuts by accident, in my opinion. And then he gets tossed from the game. And then tonight, what was his box score? He had like three points and every single time he had 11 points. Excuse me. He had 11 points. Oh, my goodness. But every single time Dylan Brooks would score, he would just, he would like flex, he would talk some shit, and it's just like, bro, you have 11 points. You're barely in the double digits, man. And the whole, I'm going to shut down LeBron James, like, where? He almost had a triple-double. He had 20 rebounds and 22 points and seven assists. Where did you stop LeBron James? Where?
1: I don't see that at all. Where did you stop? I don't see you stopping him. Where did you stop? She's just ridiculous. And then he then he like gave this weird quote after he lost
0: game 3. Let me pull it up. It's so annoying to see Dylan Brooks say this stuff because he was complaining. He's like, "I don't understand why uh why the media portrays me as the villain and And things of that nature. He tried to take the victim role. And it's just like, dude, you talked shit. Own it. Just own that you are a shit talker. Jalen Ramsey owns it. Patrick Beverly owns it. He's like, I am a shit talker. That is how I got my job in the NBA. He owns it. Own it, Dylan. Own it. Here's Dylan Brooks talking about how he just isn't a villain or whatever. I don't know.
1: A comment from Brooks last
0: night, but we are getting it now. I've been dealing with this two years now. It is what it is. The fans can talk whatever they want to. It doesn't matter to me. You know, I'm going to keep playing my game and get better and better each and every day and as long as my career goes. When you say you've been doing... Oh, sorry. have
1: been dealing with this for the past few years. What is this? What do you mean by that?
0: The media are making me a villain. Uh, fans making me a villain and then that just creates a whole different persona on me so now you think I intended to hit LeBron James in the nuts I'm playing basketball, a basketball player so if I intended and that's whatever the whatever is in the fragrant two um, uh, category of having a fragment two and you think I did that that means you think I'm that type of person
1: and that's why I don't rate Mark Taylor at all
0: so, by the way, I don't think he did it on purpose. I just think he did it on accident. I still think he did it, but I think he like didn't do it on purpose. Regardless,
1: it's like Dylan, um, hold on a minute. Let's just go back a little bit, right? So Dylan Brooks said that he had wanted the Lakers and said that like
0: the Lakers were a good matchup for them, them being the Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis has had this weird, weird persona for the last couple of years. The persona has been we are these tough guys that are winners and we will win and we will create a dynasty. In fact, in fact we are already a dynasty. We are already a dynasty and you can't say or tell us anything different. And so that's the, that's the weirdness of the Memphis Grizzlies because they haven't won shit yet. They haven't won shit. They've been posting up in the regular season. And this is the thing, this is the thing about some of these teams, right? I talked about it week one and my week one wrap-up of the NBA playoffs where I talked about how, for me, the Warriors being able to go toe-to-toe against the Memphis Grizzlies, it just means that the whole regular season ranking system is just dead, right? Like regular season, we've known for years the regular season doesn't matter. I mean, you can be a play-in team like the Lakers and essentially almost sweep the, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies. It's looking right now that it's going to be a gentleman's sweep right now of the Grizzlies
1: for the Lakers. Same thing goes for Miami. Think about it. Miami's up 3-1. 3-1, they don't lose game
0: two, it's a sweep. They will have swept the, the Milwaukee
1: Bucks. Same thing goes with the Lakers. Lakers don't play like crap in game two, it's a sweep. And so these rankings, they don't matter. But Memphis thought that they did. They thought,
0: well, we're the two seed, we're the, one of the A-sides, we're going to beat these uh, the B-sides. We're going to beat the, the, uh, the Lakers or the Warriors. And they just straight up have not it. It's been an embarrassment for them all year. We've heard, we're the best. We're a dynasty in the making. We're going to win. Da-da-da-da-da. They get to the playoffs. They're down 3-1. Going back to Memphis here tomorrow, they could be eliminated from the tournament. They could be eliminated from the playoffs. They talk about dynasty, and it's just like I just want them to get some perspective and to be like, "Well, we're not a dynasty, and we're not even close to a dynasty. We haven't won one championship game. We haven't even been in the Western Conference Finals yet,
1: and we certainly aren't going to get back to the Western Conference this year. At the rate that we're going, does Memphis? They want to be the villain." when it suits them, and then they want to cry about it, oh, I just,
0: you know, the media thinks that I intentionally hit LeBron James in the nuts, well, if you didn't fucking talk so much shit about him, and if you didn't fucking, you know, post up like you were the villain, maybe people wouldn't, again, I don't think he did it, but again, it's just like, dude, even if Draymond Green accidentally does something, which most of the time, it's not an accident at all, But even if he accidentally does something,
1: he has a stigma for it. He has behavior. He has bad behavior. Just, I'm so literally tired because it's
0: 3 o'clock in the morning, but I'm also mentally exhausted with the Grizzlies. I cannot wait for the Lakers to put these motherfuckers out of their fucking misery on Wednesday, so that way we never have to hear about this team for the foreseeable for it's April, almost May. So that way we don't have to hear about this team. We don't have to see this fucking team for the next six motherfucking months. Because I'm so annoyed with this team and how much they underachieve on an annual basis. I'll come back tomorrow. We'll have kind of a final conversation about the draft. We'll have our final mock draft. No podcast Wednesday. Thursday, we will be back for the draft. And I cannot wait, cannot wait, cannot wait for the draft. And Thursday, Friday will be draft. And I'll probably, ironically enough, have the draft on on the TV, but then I'll have scores on uh, because I'm going to be watching uh, the NBA as well. Or at the very least, I'll be watching the scores. Anyways, I'm peacing out for tonight. 24th podcast.